Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Strange Familiars. If you've seen something strange or paranormal, a cryptid like Bigfoot, a UFO, a ghost, or if you know of a story you think we should cover, you can email us, strangefamiliarspodcast at gmail.com. Second show of the week. Is it the same week? (laughs) (laughs) We say that every time. And this time I was legitimately asking. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we will continue to try to do extra content during the sequester. I may have to take occasional breaks because of other things I'm working on. But when we can, we'll give everybody some extra content. Tonight, I'm going to be talking with Gage, who has a story of a white Bigfoot. Ooh. But Gage's friend saw the same Bigfoot mm-hmm. and saw something different. That house it the same Bigfoot. They saw it at the same time. Ooh. Very, very interesting. All right. Very, very interesting. After I talk to Gage, I've got some interesting news, speaking of white things, as regards Site 7. So you want to stick around for that. Mm-hmm. But let's go ahead and hear Gage's story. Tonight, we're talking with Gage, who contacted us about a Sasquatch encounter. Can you tell us when and where this happened to, you know, as close as you want to get? You don't have to be super specific. Uh, yeah, well, I was, uh, I was just in a, like a suburb of Portland called Hillsborough, mm-hmm. which is, you know, you head, head west from Portland, you run through Beaverton, then you hit Hillsborough. It was a little further out there. And uh, it is still not so much anymore, but it was at the time, this is 
20 years ago, it was all farm fields and, uh, you know, we had, we lived in like this little cul-de-sac community, you know, there was like a golf course and like this little cul-de-sac community right off the highway. And, uh, and then it was just fields everywhere. And did this happen about 20 years ago? Yeah, this happened. Yeah. About 20 years ago. I was, I was nine, nine or 10 when it happened. I think I would air closer to nine. Yeah, it was over, over 20 years ago now. It was almost 20, almost closer to 25 years ago now. And, uh, so it was like late nineties, mid late nineties. Mm-hmm. So we had just moved there to this area maybe, oh, I don't know, like six months before. It was kind of like an ideal thing you know, for a nine-year-old little boy, right? There was like, I moved in the neighborhood. There was like three kids, like exactly my age. And, uh, you know, and I, I became really, really good friends with, uh, you know, two of them. And uh, we had in this little the cul-de-sac area like kind of abutting to the cul-de-sac like this huge uh woodlands it was like for two of them it was literally like their backyard and for me um i, I lived across the street so you know i just we'd, we we just spent we spent all of our time in there you know we'd we'd, we'd get off school and we'd go out and play in the woods right there was you know, there's like this creek that ran through it, and uh, you know, it just went on and on forever. You know, we had there was like tree forts and stuff. So, I mean, we we spent like all of our time in there. It's just kind of like where we all we went to play, and then you know, uh, you know, and then summer hit, and it was like we would we would like wake up, you know, eat breakfast. Then we'd all meet up and, and we'd just go into the forest and we'd, and we'd play all day, you know. And then this was like, you know, mid-90s, late-90s. Our parents, you know, it was just like, you know, come come back home when the when the, when the the streetlights turn on or whatever. Right. And, and, and that's just what we did, like, every day. And so, you know, we're, with the summer, you know, we're, we're not, you know, we're just going to go meet out and play. And I think... I think we were going to go like pick blackberries and we have, you know, they're weeds here. So, uh, you know, and we, we all went out and we kind of like, we used to make like lunches, <laughs> you know, like little peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and, and stuff them in our backpacks and we'd go out, you know, just exploring. And so we all, we met, we meet up and, you know, we start, we start walking in to the woods and uh, it's completely normal for 15 20 minutes you know we've now we've walked down this path hundreds and hundreds of times it's like you know we know every tree every you know it's 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 just completely normal and we're, and we're just kind of there's there's three of us me and two other friends and and um you know we're just in there walking we're just kind of like starting a day off and uh you know maybe we go swim in the creek or you know pick some blackberries or we used to have you know, blackberry fights which i'm sure our parents hated getting the stains <laughs> out but <laughs> you know what are you gonna do and so we we start getting in there and i had my one friend he and i were kind of like we hated each other like when we 
when I first moved there, it's you know, it's because we were both like, you know, it's like you know how like in a group of friends, like you naturally just have like someone who's like kind of like the leader of the group of friends when you're a little kid. Oh sure, yeah. We were both that guy, mm-hmm. and so we <laughs> we we had we had kind of a a pissing match for for a while, but then you know it, it turned out like we became like just best best friends, and the guy behind us was he was he was more of like a you know <laughs> he was a bit of a nerd and you know he was kind of a scary cat and so he was behind us and so but we're we're walking and and uh, you know the friend up front with me he's first first like the woods like it just it's it started feeling weird like not like ominous it just you know it, it didn't feel like it you know normally did right and uh I looked over at him and like I could, I could tell that he kind of like picked up on it too, and then like we all just kind of you know we got quiet because you know like three nine year old boys walking through the woods you know we're making a lot of noise we're laughing talking about whatever just being idiots I imagine and then uh, but then like it's like the woods changed and we all just got got quiet and we kind of we kind of slowed down and we're walking. We're still going in, you know, because it's like, you know, it's like, well, what's going on here? And then, like, and then it gets it gets dark, which is like one of the things that just kind of blows me away to to this day. It was like it it, it visibly darkened, and I and I think you know I live in I live in Portland, you know, it's like don't like the weather. Wait five minutes, like I'm sure it was just like a cloud went over the sun or whatever, and. Uh, and then, it, but then it got quiet, too. And then, like, so now, like, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like low key freaking out now. Like, you know, uh, something is something's wrong here. And like, I can tell my buddy is the same way. And then the guy behind us, you know, he's always freaking quiet. So it's, you know. And then, so we're coming around this bend in the trail, and there's. Um, there's this tree, right? The big, big old tree that had it had fallen down, like who knows how long ago, and uh, and it got caught up in between like a couple other trees, and this thing was, you know, probably sitting six feet up in the air, and so at that point in the trail, we would always, you know, you have to duck under it, and then you just keep on going. I mean, you know, we we knew where, you know, we knew where it was. It was like right after this bend and then like we'd all duck under and then there was, you know, another hundred yards and there was a Creek. And, uh, but so we're walking, we come around the bend and on top of like this fallen down tree is this big white thing. And, and then, so like we stopped. Right, and then we we look up at it, and then as as I'm looking up on it, like I'm not kidding you, as I'm looking up at this thing, there's like the sun pokes back out, right, and we're in it, and like this this one beam of freaking sunlight hits this thing. It was like it was so freaking cinematic, man. Like I I'll never never forget it. It was just bizarre, and then it jumps down. And like you can hear it when it hits. It's like this visceral thud. And then like we just sat there 
and I don't know how long we sat there, but it, it wasn't, I, I know it wasn't too long, but like eventually one of us, I don't know who, which one of us it was, one of us goes, run, and we took off. Um, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much, I mean, that's it. That is like the short and sweet of of what happened. I mean, so, so everyone made it out safely, let's establish that. With oh no yeah, fur- yeah. No further incidents. No further incidents. We were. Um, I mean, I didn't look behind me, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but we all we all met up at the end of it, and uh, yeah, it was like, yeah. So I mean, it was white in color. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can you describe more how it looked? As you know, the length of the hair as best you can, and the face if you saw it. So. So it was white. The hair was like um, to kind of like uh, if I were to so I've described it before as like I don't know if you've ever seen or, or had like I had um, a pretty white dog, mm-hmm. and he was you know he had kind of medium hair and like you know it's like it's, it was white fur but you know how it's like you know your dog's for it's like it's never it's like an off white kind of a you know dirty looking kind of thing sure yeah and um you know its hair wasn't like you wouldn't be braiding it you know it's it's it was just like this medium fur um the skin i remember as being like not dark more like like uh just like a really 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 kind of deep the creamy tan, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and it was it, um, it was built like it, it looked like a. I mean, it, it looked like a bodybuilder. It was it was just built, man. You know, like it, it the huge wide shoulders. You know, I wouldn't. It wasn't a narrow waist or whatever, but you know, it was. Kind of, you know, kind of had like a V taper kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't, um, you know, and you could you could see, like on its legs, you could see like its muscles on its legs from when it like had jumped down. And it, I don't know, it just looked built like just crazy built. Yeah, I mean, its face. Like I remember looking at its face, but I can't like. I can't really put any hard description on it. It wasn't like gorilla and it wasn't human. It was kind of like, you know, it was, it was kind of like in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you would never like mistake this for like, a, you know, a guy walking down the street. It was right. Something different than just a hairy man. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, maybe, like its head was way above that log, um, and I I put it at like seven and a half, maybe maybe eight feet tall. But you know, then again, you know, it's like I'm nine. Well, I was maybe like I was maybe like four and a half feet tall. Who knows? So uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you knew how tall the adults in your life were. You know? Yeah, and, and it's it was bigger seemed, than dad. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just really brief. I mean, seeing it was really brief. Like the whole. From the time that it 
the woods got all kind of freaky, you know, I mean, it was probably like two or three minutes and then, and then we saw it. And then that was maybe like, if we stood there looking at that thing for more than five seconds, I would be surprised. Like we ran, mm-hmm. like it scared, the, it scared the crap out of us. Oh, sure. Yeah. Did it seem aggressive in the way it jumped down? No, no, it was like, uh, <clears throat> so, and this, this is kind of the thing now too that like i'm older like it never like all it all it seemed to want to do was like stop us Mm -hmm. like now that like i'm kind of older you know and um i look at it it's like you know it kind of seems it's like well you know i made the woods freaky for you guys you kept coming i made it freakier you kept coming so now turn around like yeah yeah you don't come this, this this you're not coming over here today certainly well i mean certainly something that size if it wanted one of the three of you it would have gotten oh, we'd be you. we'd be totally gone there yeah. would be i mean there, there's no way yeah yeah like yeah so like and that's so that's kind of the impression you know that i always got for it and it's like i don't know if they were having you know bigfoot poker night or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and they were just like you know or you know yeah uh you know, and recently, like, I've been playing around with the idea of, you know, maybe maybe if we had kept going on or, you know, maybe if that hadn't happened and we had kept going in there, it's like maybe something would have happened to, you know, one of us or all of us. Or, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, you, there's, you know, there's things now that, you know, that I'm older, it gives it kind of like a, a better, like a you have a different context, right? So it's just like... If we had kept going, uh, would we have been like missing four one one, or like, or you know, or was there just some creepy like hobo in the woods that day? And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Was this berry season? I know you mentioned. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was like one of our summertime, you know, activities. Mm-hmm. It's like going and we eat a, eat a crap ton of blackberries, and uh, and we'd we'd go and we'd swim at the creek. Right, which is kind of like where we were headed, you know, and there there was like this tire swing, and you know, it was you know, like I said, this is like an I, the most ideal place to be a child, you right. know, yeah, like I mean, it was so perfect. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting you said that too, because you know, I've I've listened to like some of the missing four one one stuff, and you know, it's like I never put the berry thing together. Yeah, uh, I mean, and it's not just the 401 stuff. It's just Bigfoot encounters going back to the 1800s. It's an oh, yeah. incredible number of people are picking berries, and then they see Bigfoot. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You know, and it's it's crazy here. I never even I never even really because blackberries are just like it's so ubiquitous here. Like it's mm-hmm. you know you just they're literally everywhere. So did this so just, stop you guys from going back in the woods then? <laughs> For maybe about a week. You know, maybe for maybe about a week, and then, in the ways of nine-year-old boys, we decided to hunt it down. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, and then we went in there and we looked. We looked for it all the time, and it, and it was kind of like a, these are our woods, kind of, you know. Right, right. And you know, it's like. Uh, <laughs> little yappy dog trying to go after a giant pit bull or something. <laughs> uh, not a good idea in hindsight, but you know, I remember my friend, his dad had, um, 
he had these like box of he had a box of like old knives and stuff and uh so my friend goes in the garage and he he grabs his box of knives and like we all pick we all pick the knife out <laughs> and then every time we went into the woods man like we were strapped we were uh <laughs> we were not gonna be chased out of there again and then uh i think if any of us had like realistically expected to see it again we probably would not have gone in there and it's like you know the it was just such a i mean it was like it was a pretty big woodlands but it, you know it wasn't like we're not talking like square miles here it's like we're talking acres mm-hmm. we as kids automatically we decided that it was kind of like more supernatural than than natural interesting right? that's interesting well you have to understand too i mean this is still it's like this is like mid-90s i had never heard of any no one no one like we didn't know what we didn't know what bigfoot was right mm-hmm. so even, it, even in the northwest i thought uh you, you guys were raised on bigfoot out there um yeah i don't know i guess uh i did not get to suckle at that teeth <laughs> well i mean yeah i guess this is before finding bigfoot and sort of after the sort of 1970s uh pop right. culture bigfoot boom so maybe it, it just kind of faded from you know the popular knowledge well, at that point you know a little bit yeah and like i don't know like our families were not like we had kind of like no nonsense families you know and and like none of us had cable or you know what i mean mm-hmm. the, the internet was not even a gleam in al gore's eye it right. was like <laughs> <laughs> right like right. yeah it's, you know if if we were going to know about it it would, wouldn't have had you know one of our parents or you know or it, we just didn't know that it was a thing mm-hmm. and and so like we like we we just assumed that it was like we you know what we called it right we called it the beast ah. and we called it the beast for years and you know it we you know we didn't call it like ape man monkey man it was the beast right and i think a lot of that had to do with you know the way that um we felt walking into it the way that uh the way that the woods felt and it didn't feel you know, it didn't feel normal. You know what I mean? You know, and the other thing, too, is, like, from a natural animal perspective, why the hell would you be white? Yeah. See, that's a big question I have because I collect a lot of white Sasquatch reports. Mm-hmm. And from what pe- like, so from what you're describing and what other people have described to me who have gotten a close look at it, it doesn't sound like they're albino. Okay. No, because they don't have the pink skin or the pink eyes, right, and, and so forth. It sounds like they're white in color. So this presents a real problem because now we have a some you have sort a of, wood ninja who is wearing a flashlight around the exactly, exactly, yeah. and a, a, essentially enough of them to be breeding. Yes, where there's there's white ones, and it's uh, doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't help uh, for something that's gigantic in the first place and trying to hide in the woods, certainly. Right. And so, yeah, we, we just, we, we went like, I wouldn't say we went like super, you know, 
I mean, I, well, I say supernatural, but like, you know, when I say supernatural, I'm talking like, it's like more in, in the way that like vampires are supernatural. Right. You know? It's like, I don't, I don't know. Like it's, it's hard to, it's hard to really nail it down, but like, you know, like I felt like it was a real thing in the same way that a vampire might be a real thing. Like you might, as a nine year old boy run into a vampire you know yeah yeah so like it's still possible when you're nine to run into a freaking you know to run into a vampire somewhere in the back of your head like you think that's a real possibility (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so and so that's kind of like the class of things that we put it into and like we we talked about it for years man and uh and you know always always called it the beast and like man there was I can't remember when it was, and I, I think it was uh, like sixth or seventh grade. And I like I finally I I we finally freaking had cable, right? I think one of our neighbors worked for the cable company and just stole it for us or whatever. <laughs> so so we finally had cable, and I'm watching the History Channel, and you know like on on pops um, like this Bigfoot documentary, and they they show. Um, uh, the Patterson uh, Gimlin film, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Holy, holy crap! Like this thing, like this, it has a, this is a thing that happens to people, you know. And it's not that it wasn't the same, obviously, you know. It's different. Um, Patty is uh, thicker, mm-hmm. shall we say, and and you know, and the color is different, and and but you know, I was like, oh, this, this is what this is now, and I, I put it into that box, right, right. And I was like, you know, and I was like, well, got it. You know, it's like no longer like the beast anymore. Like I, I just saw, you know, I saw, I saw freaking Sasquatch. Cool. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> Did you remain friends with these guys? So we were friends. We made it to about high school and then like we had all moved several times since we had been kids and we we used to hang out a whole bunch but we made it to high school and we found girls and we just didn't you know instead of hanging out for the weekend with them we were all you know with their girlfriends sure yeah, and, yeah that happened. and we just we just kind of you know we just kind of stopped talking so what did happen was <laughs> randomly and and this actually this happened actually more than once but so the 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 scaredy cat one you know i moved well i don't know like 10 years ago and you know one day like i'm coming home driving home from work and i look out you know the window to make the turn or whatever and and i see this big tall lanky goofy haired son of a gun and it's my buddy like I, i recognize him instantly you know Cause you know, he had the, that say, you know, the same weird lanky, whatever. And I was like, holy, holy crap. Hey man, how are you doing? Where do you live? Like literally like across the street from where I moved to. <laughs> and we, we hung out for, you know, a year or two or whatever. And, and at the time I didn't, I wasn't like, I, I put it in this box. Right. And, uh, and you know, I didn't talk to him about it at all. And he, he, I remember him saying at one point when we were kids, he said he never saw it. He just heard someone yell, run, and ran. 
and, and that wouldn't surprise me at all. Like he was looking down at his shoes all the time. Like this, the woods freaked him out. Mm-hmm. So and then about uh, last year, a year, yeah, I think it was last year. I get a call from I don't get a call from I get a, a Facebook from uh, the other guy. I was like, holy crap, man! And then so you know we set up time and uh, you know we called each other. We talked for we talked for like three hours and uh, it's getting towards the end of the thing. And I was like, hey, hey, man, you uh, you remember the the beast? And it's like dead silence on the other end. And he was like, yeah, I haven't thought about that in a long time, man. And I was like, yeah, you know, I I've been thinking about it a lot recently. And uh, it's like, yeah, what do, what do you what do you what do you think that was, man? He goes, yo, I don't I don't know. There was a lot of. You know, he had a lot of stuff going on at home at the time, mm-hmm. and like it seems like from t- like this guy is like perpetually like haunted kind of thing. Like there's there's always something dark going around uh, with this kid. And he was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I think and he he goes, I you know just I just always looked at it as like a wood spirit. Wow. And I said, really. And, you know, and like, that's that's interesting, and because and at this point, I mean, it's just two years ago, but like at, at this point, I'm firm Bigfoot, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm firm, I'm firm. This is Patty, and I'm like, it's just Bigfoot. There's no spirity. There's no woo. There's there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, really okay. And then uh, I go, what what color do you remember it being? And he goes black. Dark, wow. dark black. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Huh. And uh, yeah, it's like you know, it's like, what do you, what do you think about that, man? And I don't know, because I saw it, and it was white. It was bright white. He says, "No, man, it was, it was dark black, and it was this evil." Huh. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, man. Like wow, wow, uh, that's kind of amazing. I it, to me, it doesn't discount either of your stories. Honestly, you may in fact have each seen something. Well, you've seen what you saw. Let's just say put it that way. Yeah, uh, that's where I'm at now mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, you know, at the time, you know, and I was already, I was already kind of moving, and and then that that's what kind of sealed it for me. And I was just like, yeah, well, you know. That figures. <laughs> <laughs> that fits, and you know, because uh, this was this was over twenty years ago. I was a nine-year-old kid, mm-hmm. and I, I have I have a nine-year-old now, right? And I know how. Well, I don't want to say I know how his mind works, but you know, I remember being nine, and if I had come home at nine years old and told my dad, like. You know, like, dude, just dad just saw a freaking Sasquatch in the in the in the freaking park over there. You know, it's like, dad. You know, I think my dad it would have been easy. It would have been like, no, man, it, yeah, I don't think so. Like, maybe a guy in a monkey suit, monkey suit. Like, mm-hmm. he, you know, he would have been able to like. You know, it's like you're nine years old. You don't know what you're really looking at. Get out of here, like monkey suit guy, or someone's playing a prank on you, or right. you know, maybe you picked up. Uh, bad mushroom in your batch of 
blackberries or something. <laughs> but now, now that like you know, like I have my kid, and like I know, like he's a ditz sometimes, but he's also like you know, he's pretty observant, and you don't like misobserve something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's super interesting to me that so the disagreement with you and your friend wasn't on what you saw, essentially. It would just came down to appearances, appearance and, and like, I think feeling too. Right. Because I never, I never got like evil. Yeah. I got like, get out of here. Right. That's so. so interesting. That is so interesting. I'm like racking my brain to try to think if there's ever been a similar account where two people looked at it. Now, I, there's definitely been accounts where people have disagreed, where one person has seen a Sasquatch and somebody else has said, no, it was a road worker, you know? And, right. You know, literally, like, they completely saw two different things. So, you know, it, it has happened, but that's really, really interesting. And it's interesting, too, that, you know, you, you sort of note that he was, you know, having a rough time. Yeah. So you wonder wow. if that, if his actual perception was somehow affected, you know? You know, that's kind of how I look at it right now, because, like, you know, and I don't, you know, he's not here, and, you know, it's like, I don't have, like, permission to talk about anything, but there was, he was going through some major, major life things, you know, and he would continue to go through, like, major life things, like, all the way up to, you know, when I was, you know, talking to him, he seemed to have kind of a handle on it then, but it's like, man, like, I had a, he had a hard life, man. Mm-hmm. You know, just some really devastating things. You know, and he was, like, the nicest, coolest freaking kid, man. And, but it was just like, yeah, I think, I think it was kind of like people who want to, like, cry the most are also the guys, like, smiling, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that had a little bit to do with it. And it's like, you know, and like I said, like, I'm kind of at the point now where I think that, like, I think that we just weren't supposed to go any further that day for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's like, and we saw two different things and maybe that's what like he needed to see to turn his butt around. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I kind of saw what I needed to see to turn my butt around, you know, or maybe it was just kind of like just a manif- a manifestation of like your, our headspace, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back with more from Gage after this. Strange Familiars is brought to you by Wild Foods. You can find them at wildfoods.co. If you enter the code STRANGE, you'll get 12% off your entire order. Wild Foods is a company that puts quality, sustainability, and health first in all of their products. They've got everything from coffee to fish oil. Every single one of their products is painstakingly sourced from small farms around the globe. Their mission is to fix the broken food system, and they believe food is medicine. At this point, I think not only is food medicine, it's really the only form of currency that I want to really engage in anymore. (laughs) I suppose it's always been important, but its importance is certainly highlighted in these times. Yeah, and its relationship to our health. We love getting a box from Wild Foods. We've been using their products from the Wild 8 Mushroom Complex to the Wild Keto Bar to their Wild Coffee, and they're all fantastic. Quality products that are healthy, and you can feel good about using them because they're sourced from these small farms around the globe. Again, you can find them at wildfoods.co, 
Enter the code STRANGE and get 12% off. We want to thank Wild Foods for sponsoring Strange Familiars. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Other than the sound of it dropping to the ground, did it make any noises? No. Just looked at us. Like didn't hear it breathe in or anything like that? No. Like I said, if we if we were there for longer than staring at it for longer than five seconds, I I'd be super surprised. I mean it was I kind of vaguely remember like watching its chest rise and fall, but I didn't hear any breathing. No, it was just like the thud man and you could you could we could we felt it like we were maybe eight feet from this thing Ooh, maybe that is close yeah this this wasn't like a you know saw in my binos like it like it, i could feel it through the through the freaking mud man it's freaky it was just yeah. absolutely bizarre wow. and then uh so, so yeah that, turn around and ran how many years did you spend in this neighborhood then like after that it was it was quick. That it was like I was there for maybe a year and a half. In okay. Total. I have not. I haven't been back. And you know, I've actually I've worked in the I've worked in the same cul-de-sac, you know, and uh, that I, you know that I grew up in, like recently, like within the last two years. And like, I've always kind of thought, like you know, like oh maybe I'll just wander in there and and go have uh go have lunch or go check it out or you know whatever. Uh, I like bring my kid in there and just go like take a walk or whatever, and uh, I don't you know it's like I kind of want to, but on the other hand, like I don't really want to go, and it's not because I'm like I'm not worried about it. It's just like I want to just keep it separate from you know it's like my like adult analytical you know you know what I mean like sure yeah I'd, yeah just I'd rather keep it like in like the past kind of thing that mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to go back in there and that I don't, I don't want to go see where, you know, what, what happened to the poor place. Like I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's been developed or at least partially developed. So I don't need to go see it. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's such an interesting story though. I'm getting uh that's kind of stand by me vibes. The kids playing in the woods and you know, the... it's like I said, man, like this, this was like, such an ideal like childhood mm-hmm. like that you know that's how i describe mine i mean growing up on the farm just surrounded by woods and i mean i never ran into anything truly weird when i was a kid in the woods i'll say i had some you know maybe uh, gray experiences 
which, yeah. you know, but that's a whole different thing. But in, in the woods, I always felt like totally safe. And it was just, you know, I just spent every day. I didn't have any kids my age. I had a dog and I would just yeah. go like every morning. I had just a, it was half collie, half shepherd, very, very protective dog. And he was my right hand man. And we would just out into the woods. We went every day and uh, boy, and I just, I describe it as the ideal childhood. It was just unbelievably amazing to have that space, you know, to just, just roam and wander and, and no, be a and kid in. It's absolutely like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like, I still look back on the, that year and a half as like when I, when I picture like peak childhood, mm-hmm. like that's it, man. Like if you wanted to make a, a hallmark wholesome childhood movie, like that's the scene, that's the setting. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I feel absolutely the same. Just, just having that, you know, bit of woods and, uh, you know, I can't even put a, n- a number on how many acres it was. I I came to the end eventually of it. You know, as I yeah. got older, but when certainly when before I was maybe fifteen, I never reached the end of it. You know, yeah. And then at, you know when I got a little older, I figured out how to get to the end and of it. But uh, it was plenty of woods for me as a as a little kid yeah. for sure. Disappointing when you reach the end. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, come out on a road you know and like oh yeah. this is where this is okay yeah and it's not as far as you thought it was yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I remember walking all day and then coming out on a, on a road and just like, oh my goodness, this is where this is. Okay, yeah, I could have saved myself half an hour if I had just yeah taken the road. It was perfect, and you know, and even even that experience, like I like I don't even look back at that as a negative. You know what I mean? No, I I would think you know with time and well, especially since you guys got back out there, I think, and that's the resilience of kids too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and the stupidity of kids. Well, also. yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah, and and maybe a little bravado, like even you know, even for nine year old boys, there's a little bravado between you. Like, well, you know, I'm not going to be scared. Like I said, like our idea was like this is our woods, right? We're going back in. Like, it's, it's, like what are we going to do for the rest of the summer? Like, yeah. you know, we, you got to go back in, and yeah. like you know, none of us told any of our parents at all ever. Huh. And I think we were afraid that they would take the woods away from us, you know? Right. Yep. So, I mean, we got back in. I mean, we took about a week off, thought about some things. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, and then we jumped back in and never had anything in those woods happen like that again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, after that, it was, like, perfectly, perfectly fine. Yeah. Never saw any footprints or weird lights or anything like that. No, never in those woods. And then especially after talking to him, like, I just think, I honestly, my my conclusion, right, is that we just weren't supposed to go back there mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what would have happened if we had, you know. You know, I think about what he said, too, and he was just like, wood spirit, man. And, and then, like, I think about how much time and fun and and like just good times we had in there and then like so it's like part of like the the more like woo like kind of flute player side of me just kind of goes you know it's like maybe the woods was like yeah hey these kids are in there all the time putting in good vibes right right and today's not a good day for them like something's gonna go down so let's just get them the hell out of here no they'll come back in next week and you know but that's you know whatever Mm-hmm. That's just kind of that's like a more kind of a fanciful like kind of view on it or whatever, but you know, yeah, it's fun I mean, to yeah, yeah. I mean, who could say? I mean, I mean, just looking back, 
And uh, the fact that he says Wood Spirit to me is, I mean, Witness Impression is worth a lot to me, you know, uh-huh. uh, even even with kids, because, uh, you know, kids are kids, but they're not dumb. You know, they, no. they you knew what you were looking at at that age. And yeah, uh, so, you know, that means a lot. So for him to say that, like, that's just that he has carried that impression with him, you know, all these years. Or, you know, whatever. Maybe he thought about it as an adult and, and came to that conclusion. But well, still. you know, his mom, too, was like a little more of a – at the time, uh, you know, my dad – we moved here from Spokane. And uh, so Spokane, Washington, it's like, you know how people say like, you know, like everyone here is like Portland hipsters. <laughs> Everyone's wearing corduroys and beanies all the time and whatever. Mm-hmm. Spokane is like everyone has a truck. There's ninety percent chance there's a gun rack in the truck, and like they all hunt, and all of their kids draw tags. Not necessarily because their kids hunt, but so the you know like it's and it's changed a little bit. But like back in those days, like you know, my dad, all my uncles, my cousins, like deer season came they were gone mm-hmm. and then and then you know and then there were deer hanging up in the garage for a week so my dad that's kind of like the background that we came from we move in the next door neighbor is like this hippie lady like tie-dye shirts she drove uh drove a vw bug there was incense burning so mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's kind of like the background that he, that he had right like mm-hmm. So like if he's gonna go and he's gonna talk to his mom or whatever she's you know she you know she was like very like you know spirits this like she wasn't like over the top you know but she was like very nineties like hipster mm-hmm. lady you know and so like I think so he goes wood spirit and that's his wheelhouse man like that's what you know True. yeah. That's like all Nog Champa and crystals, you know. <laughs> like right. That, yeah. That's and then mine is like, you know, mine's like the, the big old white Sasquatch, and my my background was like, you know, hunter. Right. Family, yeah. You know. Yeah. That makes um, sense. But you know, like I said, it really opened my eyes to. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to. I mean, that was like a turning point for me where I was just like, well, it clearly wasn't. Uh, it was real. And it was certainly real while it was there, but like I don't think this is like I, I don't think what we saw was you know what Bigfoot hunter guys are looking for. Right. An undiscovered gorilla or something similar yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean that's the only way I think that's fair to discuss it to to me personally anymore. I I just can't see it as I and maybe out there where there's actual wilderness, but especially on on at least in the area where I am on the east coast. Right, there's not a breeding population here. There just can't be. So I hundred hundred percent agree. Like you know, if if tomorrow, like someone were to you know come on the news or whatever, and was like you know, Sasquatch shot in Tillamook Forest. Here's the body. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be surprised, but I right? Be yeah, like, no. yeah. I get your meaning though. Yeah. You, you know, but like you know, the trouble with that is, is that 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 answers like half a question, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it does. There's, 
there's hundreds of others. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It's, for it to be an, a natural animal, it's just a difficult thing to reason around, and uh, it's it's odd now because people keep talking to me, especially with you know my upcoming book, which kind of you know leans on the woo side of things. Super uh, excited for that, by uh, the way, uh, and. Not to cut you off, but I I do want to let you know that if you decide to release that book and uh, do an audio with Allison narrating, I will pay an obscene amount of money. <laughs> I'll have to talk to her about it. We'll see. She cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, I, I love doing the show with her. I think it's, it's great to have a natural skeptic around to just uh, banter with. Well, and she just will sit there and laugh at you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She thinks we're going bad crazy with this stuff. Yeah. And you just go, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in any case, um, leaning on the woo side of this stuff, I just did a virtual Sasquatch con- conference yesterday where I, I was with a bunch of people uh, who were doing a, like an online conference, a bunch of speakers. That was a Strange Brow one, right? With yeah. Cody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people talking about far stranger things than I, you know, I've been kind of delicately sort of easing my way into the, you know, so-called woo side of things. Yeah. And there were some people talking about some really pushing the boundaries kind of wacky stuff. And I really think that uh, what seems to be happening is it's almost gotten to the point where it's so hard to reason this as a breeding population of natural animals. And by natural, I mean like bears or, you know, anything else that you'd see out there that, it's almost become harder to keep in that camp than it is to just say, wait a minute, let's take a step back and just say, we don't know what it is, but there's something really, really weird going on. You know, it it really reminds me of like, there's this quote, and God, I'm going to butcher it or whatever, but like, you know, they're, they're talking about like, you know, the earth is flat and it sits on the back of a, of a turtle. And the guy's like, well, what does the turtle stand on? And like guys, it's like it's turtles all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you have to like stack all like you know like you have to stack all this stuff like on top of each other, and 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 it just puts you in this box of like it can only be this, and it can only be this. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but there's like there's this all this other stuff that's happening over there. And it's like, well, that's I'm not even worried. You know, I was listening to, I don't know if you can tell or not, but like this is kind of like low key taking over my life. Like I'm, I'm in a position at work where like I have my earbuds in all day and I'm just consuming podcasts. So, so I was, I was listening to this interview with a guy and I think it was like Sasquatch Chronicles and, and, and he had like Bobo on from finding Bigfoot or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never, I've never seen the show. So Bobo sitting there and, and he seems like he's pretty, solidly like flesh and blood like we're gonna we're gonna catch this thing and he's telling this story about how he took out his friends like brand new like thermal or fleer or whatever it was and he's sitting in this spot and he has like everything's good to go and like and, and stuff starts happening and any 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 kind of like he finds like this, he finds sasquatch and he's got it on this he's got it on the fleer and he's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, this is, this is like, perfect. Like, I couldn't ask for any better video evidence, like, off of FLIR. Like, this is so freaking amazing. And then he goes to, like, check it. 
and like the camera said it was recording and everything said it was recording and there was like nothing recorded <laughs> and he and he was just like holy crap and like he makes sure he goes he goes you know nothing crazy about it you know it's like i called the i called the camera manufacturer and you know they said this is like a it, it happens the card jiggles loose and you know you it says it's recording but it's not recording and uh but you know not nothing nothing funny about it it was just like you know the most perfect video that i was ever gonna get and <laughs> and it just and it said it was recording and it just so happens that it wasn't and uh wes is just like oh yeah crazy that's <laughs> funny how that always freaking happens right and he's like yeah yeah it is and then you know i got another couple and um I thought they were going to come through because, you know, I was I was reading them on the computer and they're, they're all like, you know, 120 megabytes, 320 megabytes. And then uh, I was like, cool, well, you know, I, I got it. I got something. And then, you know, I, I go to watch the video and there's only four seconds of video on like 320 megabytes. You know, mm-hmm. it's like there's <laughs> and he was just like, ah, completely didn't work. You know, I'm just sitting there and I was like, man, I feel for you, but like. Really? Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm just like, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so when, he, when he said it, I, yeah, I was just like, well, yeah, of course you didn't get it. Like, But then, like, on the other hand, you know, why do they care? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just, turn, just yeah. turn blur mode on, like you do for everything. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's so bizarre. I don't know why. And Tobe says it best. He says it's, it's almost like we're not allowed to take video. Audio is right. fine. Audio is fine. Yeah, I mean, like, and and you know, it kind of comes down to like, I see a white one, he sees a black one. That's what I was saying. Is like, you know, you, you shoot one tomorrow, and and everyone knows. It's like you, you literally, you didn't even answer a question. Mm-hmm. All you did was like put a slab of meat on the table. Like you didn't, you didn't answer any other questions. Right. Well, I mean, my personal feeling is, you know, there have been a people, a number of people over the years who claim to shoot them, and 100% of those bodies have disappeared 100% of the time, either through some mysterious black ops, you know, a black van rolls up and yeah. steals the or uh, they, they turn their back for, you know, 15 minutes to go get their buddies to, you know, help drag the body out, and they come back and it's gone. The black ops thing, like, I don't know about, you know, like, I find that difficult to believe, but you know what? maybe who knows like i'm not uh as as this has gone on like you know because i used to listen to like some of these stories or whatever and there would be people and like you know at the time where i'm just like well you know they're all they're all completely flesh and blood people would tell these stories and i would just be like be automatically like why are you even talking to this guy (laughs) this is so clearly like what he's saying right now is so clearly bs and then like you know you have to you know, and I'm not even like I wasn't even like looking at my own like my own story or whatever. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's like you, you get put in this bubble and it's like, and then you think to yourself, oh, geez, Gage, you know, uh, bright white Sasquatch. Like, I don't know, you know, Gage, you. I'm, I'm not like a serious like hunter, but like you know, I hunt and like I like deer are f- f- almost freaking impossible to see. You know, it works. You know what doesn't work? Being bright freaking white. Right, yeah. You know, to the point where it's just like, you know, when when I was 
my dad was teaching me to hunt, you know, and we, we would go like spot deer. He'd be like, dude, if you look for a deer, you're never, ever going to see one. And I was like, well, dude, dad, we're out here looking for freaking deer. What am I supposed to look for? And he, you know, he goes, you know, like, you're going to look for the ears. You're going to look for antlers if they have any. And then, like, the best way to find them is their freaking bright white bushy tail. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you see that, you know, you automatically know. And then once you see him, you can see the rest of them. You know, and it's just like for the longest time, I just never put it together. It's like when I'm out spotting deer, like, 90, 90% of the time I, I spot a buck, it's because, like, I saw, like, that ring of white. Right. Yeah, unless they're, you know, it's nighttime and they're out of the tree line, you know, and you can kind of silhouette them or something. But yeah. Yeah, if you're, if you're like, in the brush, it's, I've walked right by them before, you know. Oh, yeah. Scared them up, you know, and they, you know, make me jump because I didn't see them until I was, oh. you know, walked right by them. I had, a couple of weeks ago, I was working for a, a guy and, like, I was out on his deck eating lunch and there was four or five of them sitting, uh, pfft, 30 yards from me or wherever this is in the middle of lake oswego like it's they're not worried about humans there's not a single gun owner in lake oswego it's fine i see one i was like oh cool man awesome to see freaking nature in the middle of this you know urban looking place and then like i start looking around and i'm like oh, crap jeez, right there's another one like not five feet away from it you know, and I'm still finding them, like, five minutes later. Mm-hmm. There, there was a five of them sitting right there in front of me. Like, that works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. White. Bright white doesn't work. No. No, it really doesn't. Unless you're in the snow. Yeah. So I had another kind of weird thing. I don't, I don't know if you have time or whatever, but it's like... Absolutely. That's, Once, uh, I was I was getting ready to ask you if anything else weird had ever happened. So. <laughs> so so this this is kind of a funny one, and I just so this this happened like you know, three or four years ago, and um, and this this is kind of this not this, but like this kind of change of mindset is kind of what spurred me into like relooking at Bigfoot again. It's like what got me into all like the podcasts and stuff. Um, but basically, so what happened was, like, uh, I got, like, really hardcore into fishing. Like, fly fishing, tackle fishing. Like, I got nuts. And my, my buddy got nuts with me, too. And so what we would do, like, we worked together. And so we got, like, super nuts into fishing. And what we would do is, in the summer, we would work four tens. And then we would leave Thursday night, drive to wherever camp all weekend leave sunday morning afternoon get home do the work and we we did this like two summers in a row every freaking every freaking weekend it was nuts and so one weekend we go to this place and this place i won't tell you where it is i'll tell you it's in oregon but this is a beautiful beautiful lake it's 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 small it's really secluded there's no one there and i swear to god like if if I told you where it was, and like the next time I go there, if there was someone making freaking tree knocks, <laughs> <laughs> there might there might be a freaking murder. <laughs> so so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll tell you it's in Oregon. No problem. I, I have so, believe me, I have places like that. I guess we have code names for some of our places because like, yeah, you just don't want that happening. Absolutely. 
so like we go there and this is probably the fourth time fifth time maybe that we've been there and uh you know it's like we just go in there we get there and we fish all weekend we go to sleep saturday night you know it's like just great just freaking fantastic weekend um you know i crawl into my hammock a buddy crawls into his tent and i wake up pff, i don't know like five maybe five thirty, just kind of almost eh, like twilighty dawny like not quite light yet but you know you can tell it's heading there and uh my buddy hears me like shuffling around in the hammock trying to get comfortable and he, he's like hey hey gage gage i was like dude what 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 man and he's, he goes, <laughs> he goes, there are freaking bears out here, man. <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, yeah, man, of course there are. Like, we're in the middle of nowhere. You know, this is perfect bear country. And he's like, no, they're here right now. And I go, all right, man, that's real great. And I pass back out. <laughs> and uh, I wake up, you know, 6.30 or 7.00. And I jump out of my my hammock, and then he comes out of his hammock, and he's like, "What the hell, man?" And I was like, "What are you talking about, dude?" And he's like, "Dude, I told there are bears. They have been messing with me since four o'clock in the morning." Like, what are you talking about? Like, there, there there's no bears here. Like, a I would have woken up. Like, I've got like. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a light sleeper, you know, especially out in the woods. Like, I'm like, there's no bears crawling around here. It's like, I would have woken up and, and like, you know, like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? And he's like, they came in about four o'clock and they started touching my tent. Hmm. I was like, okay, man. Well, like, uh, crazy. And he's like, and they didn't stop until... 6.30. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? Like, they were just, like, rubbing against your tent for, like, two hours? And he's like, no, they would come. They would go. They left when you woke up. And then they came back. And they, I could hear them walking around. And they just kept touching my tent. <laughs> and I need to get the hell out of here right now. <laughs> I was like, all right, man. You know, Sunday. Like, we were ready to go. And uh, and I was like, all right, sure. And like, you know, I get up, I get I get everything packed, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go look around for tracks, man, and you know, just see. I don't want to give anyone the impression that I'm like Bob the Mountain Man. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm looking for. You know, it's like it, it would have to be really freaking obvious for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like he stepped in a mud. And, and he's got clear bear claws there. Oh yeah, look, bear, got it. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but I'm like, I'm just looking around. I don't see anything, and nothing was taken. Nothing was like disturbed in the in the camp at all. Like we had food out. Like you know, you know how like people are just like you know some people like tie their food up and. and oh yeah, we do know. it here in Pennsylvania. We only have black bear to worry about. Yeah, we don't do it. So <laughs> I mean, some people do. Mm-hmm. Like we don't. But you know. Black bear, you know, it's like like I said, like I'm I'm not like a crazy hunter or whatever, but you know I've got I've got that in my background, and you know I've shot at bear, I've never grabbed one, but like, you know, the the black bear that we have here are like 
they see you and they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like and like. Yeah, if if they don't, then you know there's an issue with Black Bear. <laughs> like, if they don't go, there's going to be a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like the minute that you do anything, like they they, they go, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm looking around and like you know and and if they had come in and you know it's like we have all of our food out like yeah bear would have been all over that you know and like and we're talking at the time I think that specific weekend we had like we brought like hamburgers oh and we caught a bunch of fish kind of what I do is like I would I would clean them in the I'd clean them in the in the lake so whatever that still could have been there and then like you know you take the bones or whatever you throw them in the fire like I wasn't. Like, I'm not careful about the, I'm not careful about it at all. Like I'm just never worried about it. maybe it's stupid, you know, but it's like, you know, I'm I'm still alive. I'm not worried about bears. I'm not our black bears. Like I'm not worried about it at all. And so like I'm like they get nothing two hours they're messing with them. Nothing is disturbed. Everything is pretty much like I, I've left it. There's there's no sign of any bears anywhere. This kid, this kid is terrified. And I'm like, I don't man, I don't see anything. And he's like, Yeah, you know, I'd about right before you woke up or about half an hour before you woke up, I was sitting there in my tent, and I had finally had enough of this. Like, I had been tormented for an hour and a half. And he goes, he's like, I was going to grab my flashlight. We had big flashlights at the time, you know, big old kind of mag light looking things. Mm -hmm. I was going to run out there, and I was going to start beating some bears because I was tired. (laughs) I was completely tired. And... And then he's like, so I get ready, and I grab my, I go to grab my flashlight, and I realize I left it outside the freaking tent. <laughs> he was like, I've never felt more hopeless in my entire freaking life. Wow. And at the time, dude, I'm laughing. Like this is this is funny to me. Like the experience is like, and you know, I'm just, I'm kind of an ass, you know just like oh man i'm really sorry about that like whatever all right let's leave we leave you know it's like once again nothing disturbed no tracks no 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 anything and then i i I don't really think anything more of it other than like you know whatever that's that's freaking crazy i can't believe they didn't mess with me i can't believe they didn't mess with anything like i'm in a hammock right and i'm not even in like i i brought my light hammock because it was like the weather you know it was summer weather was perfect like like i had a bug net i didn't even bring a tarp you know mm-hmm. like there was no rain if i if i had gotten up and looked out of the bug net like it you know i could have seen anything and uh so whatever we go it doesn't occur to me until like literally maybe like three months ago and i think i was listening to like i think your podcast and like I know this has kind of been a theme, where it's just like I just went back to sleep. Oh yeah, like yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it wasn't was for like, you at that time, for whatever reason. That's it was for him for whatever reason. And yeah, that does not that kind of playful behavior. Just that isn't bear, you know, to me. I maybe I'm wrong, but uh, it just doesn't seem like a bear is going to be like super playful like that and. And just kind of mess with somebody. They're going to come in, eat your food. If they want in your tent, they're going to just rip through the side of your tent. And then, well, so like I started thinking about it, right? And I was just like, am I just, am I just like trying to like 
give myself like another like encounter here mm-hmm. or whatever like but i'm like dude i i would not have gone back to sleep right like yeah exactly yeah it, take bigfoot out of the equation somebody says there's a bear in camp you don't roll over and go back to sleep you, you freaking get up yeah. and let you know or even like just poke your head up and take a look i could have seen it you know and like uh oh sh- there are a bear there okay right you know like i didn't even like i was just like oh that's nice man okay <laughs> and then nothing is disturbed and then you know i'm just like it's such a questionable little sighting for me because i'm you know and 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 if i didn't if i hadn't automatically just like turned around and gone back to sleep if there had been like like you said like a bear wouldn't mess with you for two hours it would have clawed the way in the tent yeah, if it wanted in, it would it would go in. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, the same could be said of Bigfoot. You know, I often wonder why it respects nylon tent because if you know, if it wanted to get you, it could pick up the tent or just come right through. Yeah, you know? and like you know, I think about that too. But you know, I I think I think honestly, the same reason that like it respects the nylon tent is like the same reason like you do. For some reason, you jump into that and you know you know that it's like nothing mm-hmm. but you get in there and you're like ah I'm oh yeah protected you know what i mean it's oh, like it's when, when i came with chad he chattled have an open tarp and i'm i insist on having a tent i, I like no nah, i just i need something around me i don't know why i know it's silly i know you know anything that really wants to get through that now and can come through but uh yeah and like moreover like it'll probably be a bigger death trap for me if something actually wants in here like yeah. i completely understand all of this yeah. intellectually but mm-hmm. yep Give me my little uh, snuggle blanket and my teddy bear. and <laughs> Yeah. I, well, for me, too, part of it is uh, I like having that fly close, too. I don't I don't want to just wake up and see something. Right. And, and uh, that night we were in Pandemonium, I had uh, tied the fly back, and I did some kind of knot that I couldn't undo at night. So I had the, the fly was open, but it wasn't facing. Uh, so I was facing Chad's open lean-to, basically, mm-hmm. and he was facing out. So whatever... I don't know, whatever, whatever with hands came into our camp and wound that spring onto the uh, paracord that I had my pack hanging from. And I got, you know, if it was a person, fine, but they're, you know, nuts if they did it. Uh, right. But whoever or whatever did that was looking right inside, right into his, uh, you know, lean to right into on him. And uh, so I was facing the other way. I would have had some, some nylon between me and it. Now I'm, I'm not saying it didn't, you know, it was a weird night. You know, it could have yeah, yeah. bent over and looked through mine too. I don't know, I, but uh, that was yeah. It's a, that's that's the kind of stuff, man. And it's like, and it just the bear. He said bears, plural. Right. Yeah. That's the other thing I wanted to bring up. Like, why would he think multiple? You know. I, you know, and I like, and like I don't talk to him anymore. Like, sadly, like. Uh, because, like, you know, right when I started, like, I wish, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, talk to him again or whatever. I kind of I kind of broke off the whatever. So, uh, but, like, you know, I, I just want to, like, talk to him and, and just be like, you know what, bear, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, or, like, you know, and I'm like, and so, like, now I'm sitting here and I'm like, uh, you know, I didn't see anything. I literally slept through it. Mm-hmm. I think if you were talking to ninety nine percent of the people out there, like that's that's it, right? It's like, oh, freaking bears mess with this guy all night, crazy. Right. But it's it, it's just kind of like where I, like I'm in this headspace where like there's these themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
and you're like, oh, am I just seeing what I like? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I can't say, but I, I can tell you, well, you, you said it yourself, just that, you know, and then for whatever reason, I rolled over and went back to sleep. That's the drum beat that's been going on, you know, pretty consistently through the show here. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't like, for whatever reason, like I was just so unconcerned, mm-hmm. which is stupid. Right. Yeah. If it's a, yeah. <laughs> like, so freaking stupid. You know, like yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Very, very strange. So, one more question before I let you go, and uh, this is something I just, I just try to ask everybody: Have you, at any time in your life, experienced sleep paralysis? No, I haven't. All right, very, very good. Very. very <laughs> I, I know that kind of probably throws off you. No, it uh, doesn't. No, know. it's it's about. I'd say about probably 90% of the witnesses I talk to, I ask and, and I, you know, get an affirmative, but it's not, you know, it's not everyone. It's not a hundred percent. There are a good few that, that just don't. So, but it's a, you know, I'm sort of keeping track and, and uh, somebody else wrote and, and asked me to keep asking people cause they, uh, they find it very interesting. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's really interesting. I just, you know, I, uh, no, like I, I don't, I think, I don't think I've ever, ever had that happen. So, um, as far as I'm concerned, you're lucky. It's not a pleasant thing. <laughs> so. You know, it's interesting. It's the kid uh, who had the uh, the bears <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, about maybe six months after that happened. He started, like, getting it regularly. Interesting. That's very interesting. And he would uh, – and that, that's actually how I uh, found out about it because th- that happened, like, before kind of I started, like – listening to you guys well you guys i kind of lump you all you all you weirdo podcasters into the same group yeah, <laughs> but funny. uh but like, it's like that's he yeah i was like i don't know like three or six months or something afterwards i worked with him and uh you know he like he came in when he, he's like you know what like this sleep paralysis is man and I was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I have no idea what that is. And like, he started like explaining it to me, like in like, you know, kind of the, the like kind of general terms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, man, that sounds like it sucks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really sorry that's happening to you. I have talked to people who are very matter of fact about it. And even my son says he enjoys it. My son experiences it and says, oh yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, more power to him. I wish I could be that settled where I could just kind of ride it out like like he's, can. He was so underspoken, dude. It was like if if he came up and he he was asking you something, that was like the first indication that like there was a there was a freaking problem. Mm-hmm. Like this guy would like you could shoot this guy in the leg, and he would walk up a mountain. And he would only stop to be like, "Hold on, I gotta empty my boot." <laughs> like, right? <laughs> like, and so like he comes up and he's like, "You know, you know about this?" And I was like, "Oh," and like, yeah, he said it to me. And like the turns and, and he was, and like he he he's you know, it's terrifying, blah blah blah. It's like, and I was like, "Oh God, dude, this must really really suck." But like I'm kind of understated too, so I was like. God, that sounds like a sucks, dude. I don't know what do you want me to. Right. Well, yeah. And he struggled with it. 
I suspect like that and like a couple other things are like I drove them in a, like a really weird place mm-hmm. to the point where like I just I kind of I had to stop talking to him. Super interesting that it came on after the quote unquote bears. Uh, the, yeah, super interesting. You know, and like I'm gonna I'll talk to him again. Like I know I will. We've been friends since we were freaking fourteen. We're just kind of like in a break right now. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I just I'm trying to let him clear his head a little bit. So, uh, sure. you know, it's that's just the big weirdness, man. So, oh, what yeah. do you do? Well, Gates, thanks so much for sharing your story. I think, I mean, in general, I think you were really lucky to see what you did. You know, what I mean, I, it wasn't super negative experience. It didn't keep you out of the woods for very long. I think, in a way, you're just kind of, kind of had a really lucky, really unique, really incredible experience. No, I just do. Like I said, like I think that is. Like when I look back at like the wonder years, like that's part of it. Man. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, just, you know, it's not like oh everything was great except it was like this was like the awesome, like the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and I think that's generally great to to have that sort of positive attitude about it. I think I think it's a great thing. So, uh, man, thanks for sharing. Really incredible account. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you. raising a puppy you do not want to raise a dog man you want to raise a good partner a partner for life to do that you can have the help of 90 days to the perfect puppy headed by tina and her many years experience of training dogs i know we've come a long way from a rolled up newspaper how are things different now so if you think about training a puppy or raising a dog it's more like parenting. It's not like we send them off to class. It's about the magic that happens in every single interaction and managing what we do to get the outcome that we want from that puppy. And so ideally, it's a journey that families and their dog are taking together. And your clients through 90 Days of the Perfect Puppy have access to many online resources as well as your experience. How many years have you been doing this? I'm a second generation dog trainer. My parents were in the business. And so I was blessed to grow up um, not far from where Soraya is um, and to get a lot of experience from a lot of really amazing behavior minds. And then I continued my career down here. So I've actually been a dog trainer almost 28 years. That's an amazing resource to have, as well as the entire resource of the 90 Days to a Perfect Puppy. You can find it at sithappens.us. Look for the link, 90 Days to the Perfect Puppy, at the top of the page. I want to take this time to thank our patrons. Thank you, patrons. Your help is greatly appreciated. We could not make Strange Familiars without you. If you like what we're doing, if you like the content we make, and you'd like to hear more, you can become a patron at Patreon. It's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. $3 a month gets you full extra episodes of Strange Familiars. We do at least one every month for our patrons. Often we do more. Go to patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. You can see all the different levels of support there for things like t-shirts and copies of my books and CDs and more patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. 
If you don't like the idea of a monthly subscription like Patreon and you'd still like to help, you can make a one-time PayPal donation if you go to strangefamiliars.com. Look in the show notes under every episode. You'll see a paypal.me link. You can click that and make a donation there. Everyone can help by sharing the show on social media, by liking and subscribing wherever you're listening, whatever podcatcher you use, and by leaving us those nice five-star reviews, which helps get the show in front of new potential listeners. And speaking of PayPal donations, I'd like to thank Zarin K for a wonderful PayPal donation. A great help. Thank much you appreciate so much. appreciate it. Thank you. And we're going to get to that Site 7 information in a minute. Yeah, which is, I, I don't want to be a, a bit of a, uh, <laughs> I don't want to tell too much, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the photo of the week first, though. Okay. It's an angry bear. <laughs> I mean, he could be in a really good mood and we're misreading that, but he looks like an angry bear. He, he looks... I I wouldn't want to give him a hug. No, I wouldn't want to give him a hug. <laughs> he does not look like the, he's in the mood for hugging. It's sort of on theme because Gage talked about some bear, some possible bear, in one of his stories. Plus, I think this bear just kind of suits a lot of people's, including myself, our moods lately so <laughs> it is <laughs> i just want to go out on a rock somewhere and sit in your own fat and scream so <laughs> it's a really cool photo i don't know if this was an amateur i mean they got a heck of a snapshot yeah and i can't tell but there's no context for it i don't know yeah, i don't if know if it's... it's a bear sitting in a zoo if it's in the yeah. wild somewhere yeah. yeah who knows but it's a really really cool photo i really really like it as with every photo of the week, you can go to the show notes under this episode at strangefamiliars.com. You can see the photo. If you click on it, it'll take you to our Etsy shop where you can purchase it. Angry Bear Photo, you looked up before and you said you're guessing sometime between the 1920s and the 1940s, right? Yeah, that's my guess because you can um, see that it's made with the gelatin silver process where sometimes you can see the silver kind of start to float to the surface after time. So it's not super new photo so it has to be older but i'm just i can't break it down based on that size to a particular decade but pre-1950 how about if we say that pre-1950 i think i put in etsy like 1920s to 40s something like that i think i in the actual listing it says 1930s it's just a guess but uh really really cool photograph we're asking 13 dollars for it check it out also in the Etsy store is my illustration that I used for this episode that originally appeared in my book, Bigfoot in Pennsylvania. So that's the original artwork. That's the original artwork. What I've been doing is putting these original illustrations up on Etsy with a copy of the book so you can get the book signed by me, the illustration signed by me. So you have the illustration and the book in which it appeared originally. Oh, okay. Uh, I think... I've already sold all of the creature drawings from Beyond the Seventh Gate. All the creatures are gone. <laughs> uh, so now we're working on Bigfoot in Pennsylvania. Till all the Bigfoot are gone. Till all the Bigfoot. Till they go extinct. Illustrations are gone. A few of them are gone already. Then I'll do West Coast Wild Man and Don't Look Behind You. But if there's an illustration that you're interested in from one of those books, you probably want to get it now before I put it up on Etsy. That's your best chance. Uh, depending on what it is, I can give you a price on it so you can contact me directly about that the other thing i've been doing is making 
sort of paranormal artifacts. The most recent one I did was the Lee Master skull, which was not his actual skull. I did not dig up <laughs> Lee Master. But it was the plastic skull I found when we were doing the Lee Master investigation in back of Avondale there. One of the many skulls I find on paranormal investigations. And I painted it, as per your suggestion, like one of the Halstead skulls, as a sort of uh, memento mori to Lee Master. That sold immediately, the, a couple minutes after it was done. I did another painting that was on a slate roofing tile that came from the ruined flint mill on Toad Road. That sold right away. I did another carving before out of uh, green stained wood of a witch or wild woman face that I picked up on Toad Road. I sold that. Uh, so I'm making these sort of paranormal artifacts. People sell these haunted dolls and stuff <laughs> on on eBay. And I think usually it's a matter of them finding a creepy looking doll and saying, this is haunted. I guarantee it. There, are, there is a, a, a dubious scientific process, I will say, yes. with the haunted yes. objects. Yeah, often they, I, I keep them in my house. And I ensure that they're haunted by the you know time I sell them. Or, or... There's, there's a similar thing that happens with hair and photos too yes i yes. think a lot of people have friends at great clips <laughs> so the difference between these things that i'm doing is they actually come from real paranormal areas yeah you know, that i'm picking up on paranormal investigations i'm not claiming they're haunted but they're coming from toad road they're coming in the case of lee master skull mm -hmm. that came from property behind avondale that lee master would have owned these are actual paranormal artifacts as i'm calling them they're things that i've picked up and then turned into art but I picked them up at places that were really, you know, associated with paranormal stuff already. So you can look for those in our Etsy shop as well. Speaking of haunted artifacts, Greg and Dana Newkirk, who run the Traveling Museum of the Paranormal and the Occult, they have many, many haunted artifacts in their museum. If you ever get a chance to see it, it's really interesting, really cool. They go to a lot of paranormal conventions and stuff and bring their whole museum with them. It's really, really neat. And of course, they're from the Hellier series as well. They are holding an online paranormal conference called PhenomenaCon. <laughs> kind of <laughs> hard to pronounce. PhenomenaCon. Phenomena. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be May 1st through 3rd. I think most of the Hellier cast is speaking. Oh, that's cool. I'm speaking. Joshua Cutchin speaking. So you want to look up the Traveling Museum of the Paranormal and the Occult. I think you have to sign up through their Patreon. But if you look it up, you can find them all over social media, Greg and Dana Newkirk. That's May 1st through 3rd. I think it's $15. And then you get all weekend, basically, a whole weekend of speakers. They got a really good lineup. It's almost like people were available. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's a wonderful thing because yeah, yeah, that's really... this is the second online conference I've done this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think people are being really creative. Like, yeah. we can't do these conferences. Let's let's do them online. So it's it's just really, really neat. I'm happy people are doing that. It's a, like an interesting time for the barriers between uh, even mid-range celebrity and you mean access to, to access to people. Yeah, yeah like people yeah. in their in their houses giving shows. Well, you, you know? were telling me about like Robin Hitchcock does a show every Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I I even I thought about it doing some music myself that way coming up. We'll see. I've got some new songs. I might. Uh, try out that oh, we're way. gonna have to clean though that's the thing like we've successfully avoided cleaning for a while now <laughs> if we'd have to clean i think it might be new dice all right as promised little neat site seven information i found this to be just stunningly cool 
my friend and uh, fellow paranormal investigator and writer, Rick Fisher, great guy, he put some photos up on Facebook the other day, one of which was a pure white deer, presumably albinistic. But some other photos he had were in the general region of Site 7. Mm -hmm. Enough where you recognized it? Enough where I thought, I wonder if that white deer is there because, and already I'm thinking, that would be stunningly amazing if that was in Site 7. So I shot him a message. I said, Rick, where was this photo taken? If you're in the Strange Familiars Gathering group on Facebook, or if you're a patron and you're in our Discord, the Strange Familiars Discord, you can see these photos. There are the photos of the white deer. And sure enough, it was right on the hill, taken from the road, looking into Site 7. He took this photograph. It's amazing. So this history of... And this isn't, I'm I'm going to chime in here too, and like this isn't one of those photos where you're like, I guess I could be, like, this is very obviously a, a white, white deer. Yeah, it's absolutely. <laughs> there, there isn't one of those like, well, I guess if I squint and then I pretend that's a dog. No, it's definitely yeah. a white deer. Yeah, and I mean, he identified right where it was. So then I was so obsessed with it, I was, was it the day that we saw that, that we went out to look for oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you had never actually been. I mean, you knew generally where it was because we'd, we'd drive yeah, there. Yeah, but I've never, like, oh, been, over on, that hill over never there. been on an adventure proper. <laughs> yeah, we were hoping against hope that we might scare up the white deer and see it when we walked through there, but no such luck. I found poison ivy, so <laughs> there it was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> but I did take you to the other part where we see the lights, and I, I liked your impression there. You're like, oh, I thought for sure I'd see like a wall or something that would... With would... something very obvious, like... They, don't you see the building over there with the green light? Yeah, no. No, it's just it's where two hills meet in the woods. There shouldn't be any lights down there. That's what I've been saying. I, I yeah. don't, you know. I, I guess know. I'll have to go back at night. Yeah, I, the leaves are coming out, so it gets harder and harder to see the more leaves there are. So, But lights should help. Well, this is the time of the year I went out with Sarai, and he just... You didn't see anything. We, 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 he, well, we saw flashes, and that was about it. But in any case, this white deer is, I mean, it would be special no matter what. It's mm-hmm. extremely special. It's a wonderful thing. But with this history of people seeing white things at mm-hmm. Site 7, and even of stories of... People with albinism that yeah, lived in that area. Yeah, yeah. either a family or, or a single hermit with albinism. We've heard stories of both. What is? It's just amazing. It's, it's, it's stunning. I just, my jaw just fell open when he told me that's where it was. Very, very interesting. And somebody said to me, you know, actually several people said to me, do you think this explains then what you saw previously? Yeah, when you saw something white. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, really, maybe. And there's also the possibility that there's more than one. Right, because you said there is a genetic component Mm -hmm. to albinism. It's very rare. According to what I read for the Bigfoot book, it's between 1 in 20,000 and 1 in 1 million animals albino so i guess they don't have an exact figure there but with interbreeding in deer it ha- i think it might happen maybe a little bit more often okay than that. even still even still for, it's still rare. yeah it's still amazing if this white deer explains anything i saw there it doesn't make it any less magical to me no. it's stunningly cool i'm so uh, excited about this and boy, I just hope no hunter takes it out or yeah. no, no car hits it because it's a beautiful animal. It's absolutely beautiful. It's so pure white in that photograph. 
And wait till we see this when we flash on it and the deer itself is holding up different colored lights. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. So news from these Site 7 news and updates and things we keep finding out, it seems like there's no end to it. It's really, really cool, really amazing. So uh, I guess we'll keep finding out more as time goes on. And we'll see. Thanks for listening, everybody. I want to thank Wild Foods. Once again, wildfoods.co. Remember, you can use the code STRANGE for 12% off your entire order. We'll be back soon with more strange familiars. Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts, music, books, art, podcasts, and more. DarkHollerArts.com. Intro and background music is by Stonebreath. Go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com for more. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangefamiliars, where you can join the Strange Familiars Gathering Group, and we are on Instagram, at strangefamiliars.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.